Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. So we're your hosts, I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. Today we're going to be discussing Ryo Okawa's newest publication, which will be released soon, called Twice Born, My Early Thoughts That Revealed My True Mission. The table of contents of this book is divided into two parts. Part 1 is Elkantare and Youth. Chapter 1 is Starting from the Ordinary. Chapter 2 is The Spirit of Being Independent. Chapter 3 is Diverse Values. Chapter 4, Buddha and God, the Unknown. Chapter 5, Existence and Time. Chapter 6, To the Extraordinary Heights of Love. And then part 2 is The Victory of Faith, which was Ryo Okawa's lecture at the Tokyo Dome, which took place on July 15th in 1991, and is for the first time being transcribed into English. If I were to summarize this book, I, I would consider it an autobiographical account of Ryo Okawa's early years in his life, that which led up to his great enlightenment at the age of 24. And uh, I have to say, this is not like any autobiographical book I've ever read in my life, because it, it isn't just Ryo Okawa talking about his life and giving an account of details that aren't particularly of any relevance to the reader, just for the sake of writing it. Um, and instead, he gives an autobiographical account that discusses his early life and the lessons that he learned through his experiences. And he then takes those lessons and writes about them in a way that the reader can learn from them in their own lives and benefit from them. So I, re I really found that remarkable when I was reading this book, you know, that it wasn't just, you know, someone talking about themselves. It was, it was him teaching you while he's just talking about his own experiences. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Especially because everything he's accomplished now you get to see where he came from and how he came to his conclusions about his way of thinking that he would depart on his disciples and his readers. He went through a lot of trials and he came from the ordinary. He came from just a young man from a very rural area of Tokushima, uh, which is an island in Japan. And he essentially rose up from nowhere to become something huge, to become someone very influential. It was significant that he learned these ideals of self-help, of being essentially humble and trying to work hard to develop his own mental and physical abilities in this tough situation. And then learning the importance of patience and also being imparted these philosophical ideals from his father who helped guide him as a young man to help develop these very deep philosophical uh, perspectives on life. But there's a lot more than just his early years that's discussed in his book. It's essentially his fundamental insights and discoveries about life. His ideal of being independent as being important, of maintaining diverse values, and the importance of believing in Buddha and God, and things like the notion of time and eternity. What is time and what is eternity? He goes very deep in his philosophical insights. So you can learn so much from this book. And what I really enjoyed about his thoughts and, and insights into those things that you just described, Dylan, is that he doesn't just deliver them as 
a teaching, but he it reveals his thought process and how he was analyzing things from so many different perspectives, so many different angles, and coming to conclusions that were very well-rounded and thorough mm. in, his, uh, in his own search for truth. Yeah, like for example, he tends to advocate a kind of prosperity way of thinking in the modern age, but actually he was raised by his father who was reading him Karl Marx as a young man. He essentially transcended Marx's idea and realized the flaws therein. So all of his ideas, they come from knowing the other side, knowing the other side of the debate, and then understanding that perspective to its fruition, and then finding the mistakes therein and advocating the philosophy he believes is correct from understanding full well the implications of these ideas. And I think that's something really important in life, you know, um, unless you take the time to thoroughly understand ideas that you may consider as being opposing to you, you're never going to have a full comprehensive perspective of those things. And, uh, you know, so I think Ryokawa, uh, although today, obviously, he's very critical of communism, I, it was definitely beneficial for him to have been exposed to it at a young age. Hmm. Yeah, and he was also exposed to Christianity and Buddhism, which happy science tends to take the salvational aspect of Christianity and the enlightenment aspect of Buddhism, merge them, and then bring them to a new heights. So it's always important to look where these ideas sprang from and how they came to be so important in a later time. John, so could you further discuss this book and its significance, as well as part two which talks about his lecture in Tokyo Dome a little bit more. Sure. Um, I think this book is significant in a lot of ways. Uh, earlier, you had mentioned the idea of starting from the ordinary, you know, and that Ryokawa just started as an ordinary person. And I think that that's so important because so many of us, and, and maybe most of us, are really just ordinary people. We may have uh, ordinary financial means, ordinary intelligence, and so on and so forth. And I think the, the idea is when you accept that, and don't feel bad about it, you know, just accept, you know, the ordinary parts of ourselves. That can lead to us achieving extraordinary things because we're starting from that as a foundation. Whereas when we don't accept it or we feel disgruntled about it, it makes progress very difficult. And I found that along with independence and the emphasis upon that to be definitely underlying themes in this book. Now, the, the Tokyo Dome Lecture was uh, a very significant moment in time for uh, Ryo Okawa and for happy science in general. For those who don't know of the Tokyo Dome, it's uh, a rather enormous stadium uh, in Japan. And as you can see from the picture that is shown in part two of the book, The Victory of Faith, which was the name of the lecture, uh, it was absolutely packed with 50,000 people. And this was early on in uh, Ryuokawa's development of, of happy science and giving his lectures. I found that the Victory of Faith uh, lecture is as relevant today as it was in 1991, because the underlying theme of it was exactly what it sounds like, you know, that faith ultimately is what will allow us to have victory in life. And, you know, and that just the, the idea, as he says in the beginning of the lecture, that faith is the power that makes all the impossible possible. He goes on to say it eliminates all difficulties, makes all suffering disappear, and opens the direct road to God. 
I think that little quotation really does summarize so many of Ryokawa's teachings in a very profound way. What would you add about the lecture, Dylan? Well, you know, this announcement that he is not Ryokawa, but, or he is Ryokawa, but he's not Ryokawa, he's something more. And what that means is more being El Cantare. El Cantare was revealed in that lecture for the first time in history. The first time the people of the world got to know the name of God, the name of the Creator. This name El Cantare means the beautiful land of light earth. And it signifies that there is a supreme God who reigns above all other gods on this planet. And that God is guiding not just one country, not just one ethnic tribe, but guiding the whole world. And the people of different religions all believe in this God. They just call him different names. Well, Rihokawa revealed El Cantare is the name of the God they've been believing in. And by announcing this, he kind of opened the gate to a new age, opened the gate to a new future. Since you mentioned, John, that faith can overcome all difficulties and faith can overcome all these worldly pains, actually, by knowing the name of God, we can live so much more splendid lives. And by knowing the characteristics of God, we can live in the right direction as human beings from the most clear perspective, and for the first time in history. Happy Science is a group which unites these different religions and different spiritual groups all together as one because we view that they are believing in the same being and their teachings all came from the same source. So that source is now active again and is acting through Rihokawa. And that essentially shows us that our current lives are so important. We are given the most miraculous chance to be born with the one who has been guiding humanity from the beginning of creation. We have been born with that being who has been watching over us. And so now that he's here, we can learn so much. And by going through part one, we can see how such a being lived his early days and how he came to be who he is today. And that itself is the greatest treasure or the greatest mercy. Of course, reading is not everyone's forte. Perhaps you might be listening to this because you like audiobooks or because you might like more podcast-like things. So this book will be made into a movie for all people to be able to see. It will be coming soon after this book is published. And we hope you can search for it and look out for it. There will be a link to how to watch this movie on okawabooks.com. So you'll find the link to the website of the Twice Born movie. And you can use that site to find a theater near you. I highly recommend you watching it, even in this time of pandemic, because this is essentially the movie you were born to see. And just by watching it, you yourself can experience your own Twice Born moment. You can experience your own changing of your life into a new life because you'll see how a young man grew up, became an elite, became so successful and renounced the world, starting his new life as a religious leader. So you can overcome your material attachments, your material success, 
and abandon them to live a more religious and spiritual life by watching this movie. I absolutely agree. You'll uh, get to see firsthand what it means to start from the ordinary and to become the extraordinary. Yes. So that really concludes today's Twice Born book review and book study. You can get this book at major bookstores or on Amazon.com or OkawaBooks.com. By getting this book and by sharing it with your friends, I hope that you all experience that twice-born moment in your own lives. And please check out the movie and share it with your friends as well. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, Dylan. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive. <laughs>